You're listening to Car Free Midwest. We're a podcast based in Omaha, Nebraska, exploring the stories, barriers, and joys of getting around without a car. Our goal is to build a community around more transportation equity and less car dependency. I'm Sarah Johnson. And I'm Joshua LeBure. And, and this, this is Car, is car Free, Free Midwest. Midwest. High five. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah, we rule. <laughs> Sarah, how are you? I'm all right. It's a stressful time of year for a lot of folks, so I hope everyone's hanging in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm, since I always talk about weather to start, I'll talk about the fact that it's pretty darn nice out and I'm jazzed about it. I'm going to ride my bike to UNO later to do some mode shift stuff and uh, run a few errands. And I'm happy that we still have no snow, actually. Makes riding a little more simple. How are you? Do you want to tell us how you are? You want to? I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> I'm I'm very tired today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like just a crazy time. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. All in all, there's some like things to look forward to. So, um, some cool projects coming up, and you know, doing all that stuff. So, good. I feel pretty good actually. It's just today I'm particularly exhausted. Sleepy. Yeah, I um was debating whether or not to make another cup of coffee before I hopped on. And I didn't stuck with water. Nice. We'll see how it goes. Um, I definitely need some coffee as soon as we're done recording. So that's yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> Reasonable. That's fair. It's been like a year yeah. since I met you pretty much. That's yeah. what I was just thinking about since we're at, you know, it's pretty much December and December, a year ago was when we started this dang thing. So before that, I met you at the bike shop you were working at when I was going in buying an inner tube um, way out west where my folks live. And we randomly started chatting. And I don't know, some it's always interesting when someone's like, oh, Sarah Johnson, I know who you are. I'm like, uh-oh, because sometimes that is not <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> but in this case, it was a good thing. And now I have a new friend. Yeah, I think it was shortly after I messaged you about, you know, maybe trying to get involved with uh, Mode Shift. Yeah. Because I was like, I need to do something in that space because I kind of missed being part of the, you know, bike community, you know, kind of part of that in Denver and, you know, doing all that stuff. So um, I remember reaching out and then I was already following you on Instagram or something. And then I saw you in the bike mm -hmm. shop and was like, hey. Bozinga. Let's do something. <laughs> I, Here we are. I doing work in it. radio and produce podcasts and all this stuff. And you're like, cool, let's do some stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Cause people for a long time, like at least when I had the shop, they're like, you should do a podcast or something. You always have like weird insights that other folks don't have. Cause you're, I don't know. I don't even know what I do, but talking to people at city hall and whatnot. And uh, so yeah, serendipity met Josh. Here we are a year later through all of the chaos we still have been. I, you know, I have to say, I'm pretty proud of us for being rather consistent. We've had some ups and downs, but for the most part, we're here doing it still a year later. So yeah, absolutely. Five. I can say that's pretty rare to get a podcast a couple times a month for a year. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you, I forgot to text you this the other day. I was um, grabbing some pre-Thanksgiving what was I even grabbing? Oh, green bean casserole. I was in charge of green bean casserole. So I was making like a last minute grocery stop. Uh, and I saw someone in an OBC hoodie and waved and he like pointed to his hoodie, thumbs up. And he's like, I'm looking forward to the next episode of the podcast. So <laughs> nice. That's always fun. 
to, to know that like real life humans are listening. So yeah. yeah. Sometimes I find that strange that yeah. people are out there <laughs> listening to us talking. Yeah. Thank you friends for listening. Hi everyone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought one of the things we could do is like within this year, you know, we're uh, mode shift has really helped us do this podcast, keep it going, all that stuff. And I've been noticing all the kind of year end, you know, things that have happened this year. And I thought it'd yes. be a good time to like go over, um, you know, a few of those things. And one of them is uh, at the beginning of the year, e-bikes were not allowed on uh, on orbit, but now they are maybe if people yeah. still haven't heard about that you know like this yeah. is a thing that happened it is very exciting um yeah and not just orbit actually all metro buses which is super rad because um yeah when uh you know when orbit launched and other other buses have bike racks but it, it previously was um not allowed to bring your electric bicycle on either orbit or a regular metro bus um and i didn't like that, you know, it personally affected me, but I also thought, wow, how many other folks are relying on electric bikes for transportation that would enjoy being able to do the old bike bus combo meal, but are currently not welcome on the bus. So gratefully, um, Lauren Sensick, who's the, the newish, she's been there gratefully for a little while now, but the new um, head of Metro, I had a conversation with her and she brought in some of their like safety and um, like, you know, operations folks. And we had conversation about it. And I asked if they had talked to any other municipalities that have bus systems that do allow e-bikes. And they said, no, we'd only talked to those that don't allow them. And so I challenged them to have some more discussions and, uh, you know, tried to push back on their concerns. The concern was having a bus on fire down Dodge street. We all agree that would not be great, <laughs> no, but I thing. also not a good look for anyone. Uh, but you know, that that's not a viable concern, um, in my opinion. And so after some conversations, we worked, you know, as mode shift with Metro to get that policy shifted. You know, a lot of times with mode shift, we say shift your thinking. And so we challenged Metro to shift their thinking around e-bikes and success. So now you can ride to a bus stop with an e-bike. And as long as it is 55 pounds or less, you can hang it on the interior racks of orbit or on the front of the bus on, you know, the number four or whatever other route you take. So that was a big deal. Yeah. Then there were walk with us events. I yes, remember those, those were, were really cool. Yeah. We, um, it was, there's a couple that we did this year of walk with us events that were really fun. One was, um, the, silly Verizon poll that was on 55th and Poppleton. And we did a walk with us event where we met with the neighborhood association and actually um, invited Senator John Kavanaugh and counselor Danny Begley to come walk with us and check out how ridiculous the sidewalk obstruction was. And they both showed up gratefully, which was really cool. And now they're actually working on some policy changes at the city and state level to um, deal with these communication companies who come in and put poles in the middle of sidewalks. So we have encouraged them to include some additional language around ADA um, requirements, communication plans, and timelines. So we'll be following that. That one was pretty fun. And then another one, we had been getting emails from a concerned citizen who lived on, lives currently on North 78th Street, um, north of like Marion, and just a lot of dangerous speeding issues on that 
road. And so we went out there with our speed gun and some signs, uh, and, and had a pretty, pretty fun, successful event, got a lot of neighbors chatting. So that was, that's something that I always like about mode shift is, you know, I don't even like to say we're, we're empowering advocates because everyone already has their power. So we're just reminding people that you can be an advocate at your level, wherever you are. Um, so, you know, encouraging folks to use their voices and make some change, advocate for better. And then one of my favorite things, and we interviewed Derek, uh, was the Parklet project. Yes, that was super fun. That was a project, you know, that's something that MoChift had been talking about for uh, years. Parking day, parking day, let's do something for parking day. And then I saw um, a spin grant opportunity. And so I just on a whim kind of applied for it and got it, which was pretty cool. So we were able to build... Um, a little miniature park in the space of a parking spot. And again, started a lot of conversations. I'll just keep harping on the whole shift your thinking thing. But again, that was an opportunity where we decided we wanted to help folks think about a dang plentiful parallel parking spot um, as a better land use opportunity. So we built out of uh, recycled um, pallets little benches. We planted them with some flowers and plants. And uh, so, yeah, we hosted a little coffee chat there. We recorded a, an episode of the podcast there. Just a really cool day. Super fun. Great conversations. Great um, connections were made. And we just really helped folks think differently about land use and slowing traffic. I think that's actually something that's like such an important part that I sometimes forget to talk about it. But parklets are great because they help folks um, kind of slow down when you're in your car, you're paying more attention to what's going on around you. Hey, there's something cool and green and it's not a car in a parking spot. I'll slow down. It also makes the road feel a little bit narrower, even though it was just the size of a car. Um, so yeah, traffic calming and beautification and community gathering, all of the things. And then I'm seeing y'all doubled your membership. Yeah, yeah. And we did. I know on this podcast, I became a member on the you air. did so fabulous <laughs> yeah it was rad um yeah i took over in january and we had somewhere around 60 members um and then yeah i've just been kind of harassing people all year long <laughs> telling uh telling you to give us your money and support our work and become a member and um so we've we've been really grateful for the support that we've received from a lot of folks it's the first time we've been over 100 card carrying dues paying members and uh, memberships start at 15 bucks a year so it's pretty affordable if you're a student or just our lower income. You can, you don't have to justify it all. You can just click the $15 button. Family memberships are 50 individual memberships are 35. Um, we're actually about to launch a lifetime membership. Um, so yeah, we've got all sorts of different, different options. If you're a bigger business, we've got corporate membership options. If you're a small business or another nonprofit that appreciates what we do, we've got a, a membership for you as well. So as, as always get in touch, we can figure out a way to plug you in. That makes most sense, but pretty exciting that we are growing all the time. And then of course, as we mentioned earlier, about a year ago, no, that's not everything, you know, but we'll get into about a year ago, we started our podcast. Yes, it's true. I can't believe it's been a year. This has been the strangest year because it in some ways has felt like it's like, oh my gosh, we're just all still locked up. It's been a year and a half of all this wacky pandemic crap. Um, but then also I'm like, wow, it's fast. How is like it December in a few days? Yeah, seriously. It's pretty insane. <laughs> I think when did we launch our very first one? I'm scrolling back here. The trailer went out on December 8th. How special. And then our first so, yeah. episode was December 14th. Wow. So we That's... are 
yeah, wow. just at just about at a year. Yeah. What are wow. some What it's... are some of the moments in this podcast that have stuck out to you? Oh, well, I'm just kind of scrolling back, looking at some of this, and we spoke with Dewan Lamont Hayes. Actually, they don't even live in Omaha anymore. Pacific Northwest. I'm actually really happy for Dewan to get the heck out of town. <laughs> um, that was a fun one, and at that point, he was running for mayor, which is cool. Um, what else did we talk about? Oh, a little car-free winter situation, talking about studded tires. Steve Osberg, I've known and appreciated the work that Steven has been doing for years and years now. He is currently the director of transportation for the chamber. That was a fun conversation. Um, oh, Marissa Martinez, Marissa, she, that one stuck out to me because she got hit by a car and had that gnarly black eye image mm -hmm. that we posted. Um, and cool not silver lining because there's nothing really good about that but she at the point when she got hit she was riding a b-cycle heartland b-cycle and now fast forward she works for heartland b-cycle nice. so i thought that was kind of <laughs> cool awesome. and then yeah nancy berg uh accessible 402 another shout out to nancy if you don't follow nancy on instagram which her she's accessible 402 she is a badass wheelchair user and we chatted with her she does drive um but she i was actually just looking on instagram earlier today and she posted something about someone parking a dumpster in a handicapped stall i thought that was really Fun. thoughtless thoughtless <laughs> omaha way to go um <laughs> But yeah, we, I don't know. It's hard to, there's definitely not a favorite. I mean, talking with court was fun. And that photo of him carrying that big handrail on his electric cargo bike was cool. Manny rules. Always love Manny cook. The North Omaha trail is coming along. Like that is something, you know, so many times we get bummed on Omaha and then it's good to remember and remind ourselves that there is progress. That was why part of the, the idea with the whole countdown to Omaha not Omaha gives. I always want to call it that giving Tuesday was to remind us like we've done some really good stuff this year as mode shift as you know, Omaha. So, um, Manny is definitely part of the goodness happening there with the North Omaha trail. That is the murals are up and going. It's continuing to progress. Um, what else? Oh, it was kind of fun to talk with Caitlin little. She actually also has moved out of Omaha, man. This is kind of like happy and sad to go back <laughs> through all this. Cause it's like, Oh, another good one's gone. Oh, another good one's gone. You had to, depending on who along this list, some of them are no longer in Omaha. So she moved East. Um, I hope she's doing well. Speaking of out of town, we spoke with a couple folks from Kansas city. I think that might also be some of my favorite episodes, mm -hmm. both with Michael Kelly from bike walk KC and then, um, Sean Tolliver, who is, um, just another bike walk advocate in Kansas city. So comparing Omaha and its progress <laughs> to other cities makes us look like we're not doing as great. I do like comparing us to Kansas city because it's good regionally. We're not too far away. The size is a little bit different, but not too much. Um, and they're doing a lot of really amazing stuff. They're, they're taking that vision zero plan and actually making it happen. So that's inspiring. What about you? I've just talked a lot about like every episode. <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, I can't really pick any of the favorites for people we interviewed, but one of my favorites was May 5th. We, the episode's called, we recorded in person. Ha, that's right. <laughs> I think that was the first time, like after meeting at the bike shop that we actually like met up in person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I um, believe that is correct. I think we've only recorded like three episodes in person, but yeah, that was yeah. like the first time and that was really fun for me. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Just like meeting everyone, I enjoyed 
uh, interviewing Derek because we were at the parklet. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Eric Williams is just such a wealth of information. So that episode is great. Um, yeah. Um, I like the ones where I have to work less because people just have a lot to say. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that's pretty great. And then people that change, you know, perspectives like our, uh, our episode with Adriana and Melanie. Yes. Just so much good information and, you know, perspective shifts, you know? Um, Absolutely. uh, I think that that's super important. I don't know. It's been just a great ride on this journey so far and, and uh meeting a lot of really cool people and just trying to move the conversation forward you know um also the episode where we got to go on the um, harney street bike lane and we went out and rode it and and talked about it and you know we had some it was not open yet and you know we had some uh reservations but also there's a lot of excitement there that you know that thing happened and that was something that you know, you guys have been working on for a really long time and, and hopefully we can make it a permanent thing. (laughs) Yeah. Too long. And get more like it, you know? Um, yeah. So that was cool to do that episode and to go ride on the bike lane and, and then have coffee outside with those screaming children in the background. Oh Oh, yeah. Memories. You should should hear all the, uh, things I cut out people. It's really funny. (laughs) Just kept being like, Oh my God, why are these children so loud? (laughs) Like, well, I guess they are outside and probably just consumed a fair amount of sugar. Yeah. Good luck children. It's been an interesting year. A lot of ups and downs and uh, a lot of hope and a lot of, uh, you know, setbacks. (laughs) I'm just excited that we've been able to do this and keep it going. Yes. And we're going to keep it going. I think that's one thing. Oh, we actually, we did have somebody, we had two people reach out to us wanting to do some interviews. So we're going to get them lined up. Um, Kevin, we're coming for you. And then actually, what was that woman's name that we tried to reach back out to? And then she didn't get back to us yet. Or has she yet? She hasn't. Okay. So we're coming for you, people. If you've reached out to us, uh, check your spam filters because (laughs) we're trying to get in touch with you for more conversations. Because I think that's, you know, as I look back through most of these conversations that we've had over the last year, there are a few people that are new um, acquaintances for me, but I pretty much know everyone we've talked to already and appreciate them. And that's why they're on the pod. Cause I think they're doing cool things that need to be highlighted, but I want to talk to people I don't know. So if you don't know us, get in touch, reach out through, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any, any number of ways, but we'll, we'll get in touch and get you lined up and, hear what you are doing when it comes to getting around the Midwest without a car. Absolutely. As we're reflecting on this last year, there was an event this last weekend. Tell us about it. Yes, Cranksgiving. It was super fun. We were really jazzed. So Cranksgiving actually started in like the 90s, I think, in New York with bike messengers um, who decided to have bragging rights about who could get around town the fastest while picking up things to donate to folks in need. So we did our kind of version of Cranksgiving and we as MoShift um hosted it at the Millwork Commons little park there, kind of the corner of Millwork Ave and 13th Street. And so uh, I wanted to say I don't think Jeff Sabotsky listens, but Thank you, Millwork Commons, for letting us hang out there. Uh, We hosted it by just setting up a little table, and we had over 20 participants, so it was pretty fun. People showed up on bikes, and the concept was 
get there at 11, get checked in, sign the waiver, get the instructions. And then the race ride, whatever you want to call it, started at 1130. Everyone launched at the same time. And whoever got back fastest with five different items, we had a little manifest, a list of like the items we were looking for. Whoever got back first with five items from five different shops, including receipts to prove that you were at all those shops within the time that you were gone, um, got a t-shirt. So Kevin, who we're going to be interviewing next week, um, was the winner. He got back fast. He was so funny. He was on a road bike. He was racing, uh, very excited that he won a t-shirt and just the the bragging (laughs) rights, I think might've been more exciting for him, but, um, he's new to town and he's, he's going to be a hoot to chat with because he's got a lot of feelings about how not easy it is to get around in Omaha. But um, yeah, so we had folks not only out on bikes collecting canned goods and toilet paper and soap and deodorant and all sorts of stuff for the Sienna Francis house. We also had a coat and hat and warm goodies collection for Omaha Autonomous, who is a street outreach team, bunch of really awesome, helpful, compassionate humans. Um, And we collected so much stuff. It was amazing. Uh, So again, some of it went to the Sienna Francis house. We, We hauled that on cargo bike and then two other bikes with trailers and almost broke Liz's trailer. It was over capacity. Derek, his big dummy, the cargo bike broke his kickstand. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was exciting, but I, we thought, and, and the scale that we brought to, cause we also had, um, a category for whoever got the most quantity wise, like weight, the scale also broke. So we collected so much stuff. We were breaking shit left and right, but <laughs> the the outcome was delightful. The folks at the Sienna Francis house doc were like really grateful. We met their um, kitchen manager and he was just really sweet and grateful. So it felt good. You know, I mean, I, part of it, it was a beautiful day. The weather really could not have been any more ideal, but um, getting to help folks always feels good. So I would call it a success all the way around. Thanks to everybody who participated. Yeah. More Omaha alley cats. <laughs> yes. I actually, so in the spring, I am hoping to um, rope Nathan back into it and just be like, dude, tell me what you want it to be. And we'll just promo it with enough time. And when he's actually in town and whatnot, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to hit him up for that. Cool. And maybe you can help and I'll, yeah. Whoever wants to get involved, we'll, we'll plan some kind of a fun spring alley cat. I'm down. I should have my new track bike built up by then. Oh, exciting. <laughs> It's a track bike that can fit 40 millimeter tires. So it'll be. Ah, that's the right kind of track bike. Yes. That's an Omaha version of a track bike. You can't ride skinny tires and think that'll go okay. Exactly. I'm going to put big old gravel kings on it and maybe go tubeless. (laughs) Fancy. That'll be cool. Oh, I officially sold the shop and I officially bought a Luna Cycle Mid Drive kit for my big dummy. So I'm super jazzed. My bike's getting an upgrade. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, Luna cycle is out of California and they actually like make their batteries and everything in the U S so that's rad. So yeah. So I ordered their mid drive kit and a giant old battery and it's a throttle mid drive. So that'll be a new creation for me. I'm used to just pedal assist, no throttle, but I haven't been, this is, I think I've kind of bitched you about my health again. I'm not feeling great again. So I'm kind of jazzed about the old throttle situation. Um, I'm seeing a new stinking doctor and she thinks I have hip bursitis and possibly an issue with my colon. Ugh, this is not a fun conversation, so we'll switch. But anyway, I'm happy about a throttle. <laughs> Scott, right? My husband rides a, a bike with a throttle that he has created out of DeWalt drill batteries um, and a, an e-bike conversion kit 
Uh, and he loves, loves the throttle. And sometimes when I'm having a bad pain day, the thought of not having to pedal to get the battery to kick in would be pretty sweet. So we'll see. I'm just trying to come to terms with like the fact that my body is just never going to be what it used to be. And so I'm just going to try to be okay with that. Yeah. Meet myself where I am. And I do believe a throttle will be a good pain relieving situation. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that, you know, you can have a throttle on your bike. Yeah. <laughs> Keep trying to come up with solutions instead of grief. Yeah. Well, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. We'll see. I'll keep you posted for <laughs> sure. Ups and downs like anything. Exactly. All right. We wanted to keep today's episode pretty short, uh, but we only had one episode last month, so we wanted to get a third one in this month and thought it'd be good to go over like what we've been doing on the podcast for the last year. So I'm glad we got to do that. And uh, we will be back next month with a couple of episodes and we have an interview with someone and then we're talking about some kind of like silly thing for the holidays so we'll see (laughs) don't hold your breath no do it'll be delightful i'm sure and so with that um that does it for this episode of car free midwest we're here every other week with interviews topics and documentary pieces covering all things transportation you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at car free midwest or visit us at carfreemidwest.com So subscribe to Car Free Midwest wherever you listen to podcasts and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash carfreemidwest. This podcast is a production of Figure Podcasts, figurepodcasts.com. With support from Mode Shift Omaha, modeshiftomaha.org. Cool. Huzzah. We did it. Recording stopped.